Good afternoon, Grant Cohn here. Just wrapped up day three of training camp. Tomorrow's an off day, then they get uh, back to it on Sunday. Got Jesse Naylor flying into town tomorrow, staying with me for a week. I'm super excited about it, as you can see all over my face. I'm so excited to have Jesse Naylor in my house for a week. No, it's going to be fun. Super fun. But first, we got to talk about the 49ers. Jesse Naylor is a good friend of mine. So uh, this quarterback competition is kind of crazy. It's a bit of a farce. It's only day three of training camp. I'm going to do my best. I get all worked up after practice. I'm trying to bring it back a little bit because it's only day three, and Kyle Shanahan could change the, the schedule at any time. He could, he could tweak it. He could make it better, and maybe he will. So I'll try to keep that in mind. But I have questions, and I, I'm going to talk about the quarterback competition, each quarterback individually. If you have any questions, let me know. But I'm starting with how the quarterback competition is affecting the quarterbacks. I don't think it's impacting Brock Purdy. I don't think it's taking any, away any reps from him. He's essentially playing as much as he would, as much as any first-string quarterback would. And it's not really impacting Brandon Allen. Like, Brandon Allen is getting way more reps than a typical third-string quarterback normally would in camp for the 49ers. Usually a third-string quarterback gets, like, a couple throws at the end of every period. Usually the first-string quarterback and the second-string quarterback get the same amount of reps and the third string guy gets like the crumbs, the leftovers. This year, Brock Purdy is getting the normal amount of first string reps. And Brandon Allen is getting like triple amount of the irregular third string reps. And Sam Darnold and Trey Lance are splitting second team reps. And both of them have to wait sometimes 20, 20 minutes between reps. And the way that the, the last two practices have shaked out, uh, Purdy ends up with X amount of throws and let's call it 10 while Darnold gets five, Lance gets five, and Allen gets five, give or take. That's what's happening right now. So how is that impacting the quarterbacks? Like, It's just ridiculous for Darnold and Lance. It's great for Allen. I'm not sure what he did to get this opportunity. But essentially what – I mean, it's just like it, you can't evaluate Darnold or Lance yet the way I see it. Lance has been two of his last, he's four of his last 10, the last two days, which is awful. But it's also like, you can't get in a, in a rhythm that way. Darnold can't get in a rhythm that way. So I don't understand what this quarterback competition is really revealing at all. I don't think it's revealing anything. I think um, it's just frustrating the quarterbacks, bringing out the worst in them, making them press. So it seems like maybe it'd be a good plan to have a quarterback competition between two quarterbacks if you could give them all the reps and they were highly motivated driven confident vets but if you have four quarterbacks and they're all struggling with confidence and experience and you give them like just a few dropbacks a day first of all, i don't know what you learned from that i don't know how you're preparing them for the season um so what is this what is going on like why is kyle shadyhead doing this i guess is the question why is he structuring it the way he is? Remember, he's recently said that Sam Darnold could be the next Steve Young and that Brandon Allen is so good he has to get more reps. He doesn't really say anything nice about Trey, really. I asked him, like, do you think Trey's better now that he went to Jeff Christensen? He's like, I don't know, he looks healthier. So when he talks about Trey, all he ever says is like, yeah, he works hard, good guy. But when he talks about Sam Darnold, he's the next Steve Young. And when he talks about Brandon Allen, he's someone he has to get more reps for. So. And then, and then when they have this competition, I can't help but notice that Darnold plays with the second string offense, but he gets a lot of starters with him. He gets to play with Debo, Ayuk, 
Jawan Mitchell. When Lance is with the second string guys, no starters out there with him. It's Tay Martin, Braden Willis, Jordan Mason. So it almost feels like the Niners, I almost feel like the Niners want to trade Trey right now. That's what my best guess. Why are they doing this the way they're doing it is because they're talking up every quarterback on the team other than him. They're preparing for life without Trey. That's the way I see it. Purdy's a starter. Sam's the backup. Allen's number three. And until they trade Trey, they'll find some throws for him. They'll call him second string. They won't demote him. They won't hurt his, his trade value further than they already have. But I think, I don't think they want him anymore. I don't think he wants to be here. I don't think they want him anymore. I think they're just waiting for an offer. I think that's the thing. It's like, I don't know what, what team would want him. We're already into training camp. You can't teach the guy your offense in a month. He's not particularly experienced or, you know, successful. So I don't know if that offer is going to come. But right now, doesn't seem like the Niners are seriously preparing Trey Lance to play this year. Doesn't seem like they're preparing anyone seriously other than Brock Purdy, who's not ready yet. So I feel like this quarterback competition doesn't make a whole lot of sense yet. Maybe it will in the future. C. Turley says, you've been speaking this point, and I thank you for it. How many reps did Trey have with CMC? 21 reps would have been better than B. Allen. None. Darnold gets reps with IU, Debo, Jawan. Lance doesn't. Why? Is that because Lance is going to get traded? You don't want to waste those reps on someone who's not going to be here in the future? What has changed from day one to now for Trey? 90%. His confidence. I'm going to talk about K, uh, Trey's confidence at length in a minute. His demeanor. C. Turley says, why can't JL and KS agree on quarterbacks? Is it because JL found Jimmy Garoppolo, want, Kyle wanted Trey Lance? Who really has the say here? Bad quarterback competition. Uh, I think they both have a say, and they're going back and forth. I think Darnold is a Kyle Shanahan guy. I just don't understand how Kyle pivoted away from Trey Lance that quickly, and people let him. Suki Pazuki says, how did Alex Smith and Cap split reps during practice? They didn't. Alex Smith took the first string reps, Caps took the second string reps, and Scott Tolzine took what was left over. But that was actually back when training camp practices were almost three hours. I remember Harbaugh's practices were two and three-quarter hours. This uh, Kyle's are an hour and a half. Times have changed. Wave 9 says, is the real reason you aren't asking the greedy questions with Kyle Shanahan because you feel like your creds will get taken away? Just a question. Who says I don't ask the greedy questions with Kyle Shanahan? He didn't talk today or yesterday. Wave 9. And no, I'm not. They can't take my credentials away from asking a gritty question. What are you talking about? Niners Daddy says three first for a quarterback to compete for backup is 40 chess. And people still call him a genius. Heavyweight Hank says, is Brock a lock for QB? Seems like Trey will never get a shot. I'm getting fed up with Lynch and Sandy. No more excuses from them. Um, I don't know. It's not like Brock's playing well. He was two for nine yesterday, six for 11 today. It's not good. So I don't think he's a lock, but it does seem like Trey's never going to get a shot. And I don't understand that. Dave Barclay says, Grant, how much I miss? Mm, seven minutes. Thank you for doing all you do. Fire Kyle. He will never be able to let anyone else be in the spotlight. It's crap. Give the guys credit. Kyle instead is saying it's my scheme. Um, have you guys watched Succession? You know that, that episode with the scene where it's like boar on the floor, I think, and like uh, Roy, whatever, R R Logan Roy, what was he like throw like a, a sausage on the ground and he makes Tom and Greg and someone else like fight over it and oink like they're piggies and they have to do it. That's what this quarterback competition feels like. Four on the floor. Just really, really dehumanizing and 
humiliating. I think two people understood the reference I'm talking about. Matt Hudson says, did Kyle and John make a mistake drafting Trey over Fields? Would BP still be getting first-team reps if Fields was in the same position as Trey, i.e. hurt second game, only seen the field four games, etc.? It's starting to look like Fields would be better off here than Lance. Uh, one question I have about Lance is his how he handles scrutiny. He didn't get any at North Dakota State. Does he not? Because you get a ton here on the 49ers. It's like being on the Giants or the Cowboys or the Packers. Like, can you handle it? I don't think he likes it. I don't know. Dave Barclay says Trey seemed irritated in interview. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that. That was not a good look. Sammy, it's crazy to think my high school football practices are longer than the Niner ones. Yeah, it is crazy to think. They're real quick. God bless America says, is Trey depressed? Can you ask Kyle while Trey doesn't get reps with CMC? Yeah, I'm sure Kyle gave me a straight answer on that one. Uh, he Trey is in therapy, so maybe he was. I don't know. C. Turley says, JKJL claimed that they're building an elite quarterback room, but it takes one elite quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, beating us in the Super Bowl. Let's see what Trey has with CMC. Yeah, well, that's never going to happen. All right. Here's something that I think is interesting. Kyle Shanahan likes the idea of this quarterback competition because he thinks someone will emerge and it, it, competition will organically produce a good quarterback. But I don't think that's necessarily what's happening or what could happen. It seems to me that if what keeps happening, what has happened keeps happening, which is young quarterbacks play poorly, that it's just going to hurt the team's morale. Every single day when Brock Purdy's throwing a bunch of short passes and going like 50% and Trey Lance is like hanging his head and Sam Darnold's like, you know, doing Sam Darnold things. At what point are these wide receivers going to be like, you know, we're just not very good. We don't have a quarterback. I feel like last year, the last few years, these practices didn't matter as much because Jimmy was so consistent in games. He was just so predictably Jimmy. You knew what you were going to get from Jimmy, good and bad. But now, I think there's a little bit of question with this team. Like, I mean, yeah, Brock was good for half a season, and he's hurt, and he's not what he was. When is when is the real Brock coming back? He hasn't stepped up yet. When will the real Brock show his face? He hasn't done that yet. Is Trey Lance improving? I don't know. They said he looked confident. Now he doesn't. So I think it's going to be interesting to, like, during these practices, just watching the wide receivers, th their body language. I think they probably, like Brandon Ayuk in particular, maybe Debo too, have fantasies about running go routes and deep routes and catching long passes. And I think as this unfolds, they're probably looking like, okay, slants, slants. All right, we're doing slants this year. Sounds good. Slants and screens. Slants and screens, everyone. I don't know. And what's funny about this quarterback competition, it's a bunch of guys who don't make any money and they're all the scapegoats because the team is ready to go. Great team. And if these quarterbacks don't step up, then it's their fault. But I think that's not fair because the only reason the Niners roster is so good is because they don't invest in quarterbacks. I think it's actually, it shouldn't be that hard to make a great roster. If you literally disregard the most important, most expensive position. And the Niners are celebrated for doing this. Don't take the position seriously at all. Get a bunch of cheap guys and spend all your money on running backs, linebackers, defensive tackles, wide receivers, cornerbacks, safeties, do all that. I mean, I think there's a reason why no other team does that. It's not necessarily a proven, a proven recipe for success. And instead of having people talk about like, hey, you know, the Niners aren't really being serious at the quarterback position. We're taking this quarterback competition seriously. Like, hey, you know.
Sam Darnold was a little bit better than Trey today. So Sam must be winning. Like <laughs> so far, the story from from camp is that all the quarterbacks are terrible. So far. Is that good? So I, I think it's a matter of time. I'm curious to see what happens to team morale. I wonder if last year was a lot of that, you know, uh, Debo Samuel holding out. Was it just because he didn't want to be part of a Trey Lance offseason? I don't know. I don't know. Patek says, this era is soft, not as tough as the 1960s. Yeah, when I was a kid in 1964, things were way different. I remember those times. Dave Barclay says, love the hat, Grant. I'm from Grass Valley originally, and Rough and Ready is right there. That's right. Not much of a town, but for me, it's nostalgia. I just think it's funny that it actually exists. What a great name. Will Kyle ever be responsible for anything? Yeah, the good things that happen, not the bad things, of course. Could have told you that. Uh, Dave, got you. Let's move on. So Trey Lance's confidence, Trey Lance's demeanor. I posted the video of his press conference today after practice. It wasn't a good practice for him. He was 2 of 5 yesterday, 2 of 5 today. He didn't talk yesterday. He finally talks today. and He comes in. He's like, okay, I'm ready to talk. And it's like he's trying to smile and he's trying to – He's trying to act unaffected and confident, but it just didn't come across unaffected. He came across like really unhappy to be there and like almost like he was um, dying to leave, which I understand. I mean, he probably, there's probably a lot of things he'd like to say that he can't say publicly, but he's trying to take, he's trying to make a case that he's being screwed over and that, you know, he's just as good as Brock and he should be allowed to compete with Brock and show that he can do what Brock does. But what Brock has going for him is, unlimited poise and maturity every time he comes in front of the press he talks like he's 40 trey like isn't like that he's not as mature as brock if you ask brock a pointed question what did you try to work on this year what did you try to improve he'll tell you he'll lay everything out and he'll be transparent and vulnerable uh and open which is very confident it makes you feel like oh this man has nothing to hide he wants you to know what he's working. He wants you to know what he thinks his weaknesses are because he's so confident that he's addressed them. It's always a confident move. Doesn't mean that Brock's a better quarterback than Trey, but confidence matters, especially when Trey's having confidence issues. So I asked Trey, who sets you up with um, Jeff Christensen? And he answered the question. Great answer. Former teammate of his from college. Then I asked him, would you tell us what you worked on with Jeff? And he said, you know, I don't want to get into it. And that was that. Fair enough. I didn't pry, but frankly, it's not a confident answer. Trey Lance should be more than happy to say, boom, this is what I was doing. This is what I wasn't proud of. Because he alluded to it. Like, I don't like watching uh, myself throw from the first two years because mechanically it was all messed up. Okay, you said it. You didn't have good mechanics. You went to Jeff Christensen. What did you work on? Let us Be vulnerable. Be transparent. Let us into the process so we can look too. Brockwood. It's a confident move because if you do, it, the implication is you're, you've worked on it. You've improved it. You might have fixed it. That's why you can tell us so we can see for ourselves. So when you go to that, like, I don't want to talk about it stuff, that I feel like is kind of a microcosm of, you, of your whole demeanor right now. You're, you're defensive. And I know you feel like you're getting screwed over, but I also feel like you have some Mike McGlinchey tendencies, Trey, in the sense that you mean well. You say everything right. Everyone likes you. Like you are a leader by like by nature. But when one bad thing happens, you don't necessarily bounce back super quickly, Trey. Things were going great. You were rolling. OTA's mini camp, first day of training camp. You were QB1. 
Brock comes back and two eggs in a row, you lay. I feel like you're kind of like McGlinchey in the sense where one mistake can lead to the next. So first play of the day for you, play action, roll out to the right. You have an unblocked free rusher in your face. Not your fault. What do you do? Give a little ground. Try to hit Braden Willis in the flat. You one-hop him. It happens. But, you know, like if, if Jimmy Garoppolo did that, you think he would think twice about it? Would he give a shit? I don't think so. He'd just move on to the next play. Brock Purdy, too. But, Trey, you, it bugs you. I don't know if you're a perfectionist or you don't have the same type of inner belief or you're just so smart or whatever it is, but you have that one play where it's really not your fault, but it looks bad and it's a one hopper and you know you're being scrutinized and you know there's a bunch of people with spreadsheets that want to just crush you. And then the next throw, you have a real easy throw right over the middle to Jordan Mason. You throw it behind him. That to me is a Mike, a Mike McGlinchey move. You're better than that, Trey. Why'd you, do, why'd you miss Mason? Because you missed Willis. That's you. And so now you got to regroup and you don't get another throw for like 20 minutes. And then you finish off the session pretty well. You complete two of your next three. You regroup, you get a little confidence. Who knows? Maybe if you got like a full game where you could throw 20, 25, 30 throws, you would have found some rhythm. You never got a chance to do that in practice. They don't give you that opportunity. It's not fair. But you got to at least fake the confidence while you're out there, man. You can't miss Jordan Mason and then turn away and slump your shoulders. Like you got to go talk to Jordan. You got to you got to look a little more confident in the press conferences. Be open because I don't know. We sympathize with you. A lot of people have tried to say that you haven't gotten a fair chance, but like at the same time, you got to show that you are confident and mature enough to make the most of whatever opportunity you get, even if it's not a fair one. Because I feel like the last two days, I was was really disappointed. I think you're better than that. I think, I think you know you're better than that. Four of ten? Come on, man. Sam Darnold outplayed you the last two days. Because Sam Darnold is kind of like Jimmy. He doesn't care. He has no conscience. If Sam Darnold misses a throw, I don't think it affects him in the least. I really don't think he cares. You care. I think you care way too much. And you care way too much about what everyone thinks. I think you're on Twitter. I think you're on Instagram. I think you know everything I say. I think you know everything the spreadsheet says. I think you know everything everyone says, man. I think you need to put that phone down, get off Instagram, get off Twitter. I don't know. Maybe the Niners aren't for you, man. Maybe this the Niners are a very high-profile team with a ton of scrutiny. Every practice, every day, every press conference. Maybe you'd be better on the Cardinals. Maybe you should go to the Tennessee Titans. Maybe that's your speed because that's where you came from in college, right? You were in North Dakota State. I had no idea who you were until you declared for the draft. You won a national championship, went undefeated, and never turned the ball over, and no one in the world knew who you were. You were just the big man on cap campus, undefeated, loving life, no pressure, no scrutiny. Justin Fields had scrutiny in college. Trevor Lawrence had scrutiny in college. And they've that's who you're being compared to. And you're falling way short of them right now. I mean, you're way past typical 23-year-olds. Like, right now, you're, you know, set for life, multimillionaire, 23 years old, great great athlete, great-looking guy. I mean, pretty much you have whatever you want. But if you want to be better, if you want to compare yourself to Brock Purdy, you can't have press conferences like this, man. You can't have body language like you had today on, on 
on the field and I'm in your corner, I want you to succeed. You need to believe it. You don't, it looks like you don't believe in yourself. You know, it's always good to be your biggest critic. Like that's McGlinchey, but you also need to be your biggest advocate at the same time. I think that's even more important. You got a, you got 800 people online, all your coaches telling you how you screwed up, man. Who is in your corner if it's not you? It's got to be you, Trey. You got to believe in yourself. What would I know you think you're getting screwed, man. What would Patrick Mahomes do? That's who you look up to, right? You want to be like Patrick Mahomes. You work out with him in the offseason. If he were on the Niners and he were getting screwed over and he was getting seven dropbacks, five throws a day, how would he do? What would he do? Would he let that affect him? Would he find a way to show that he's the best quarterback? I think he would. So it's not the best opportunity. It's not ideal, but if you're the truth, you'll show it. And you haven't shown it the last two days. So you get the day off tomorrow. Let's see it, man. Let's see it. We all want to see you do it, man. We all want to see you get mad, get angry, get confident, and blow everyone away. I don't know. Are you too nice? What is it? Are you are you a competitor? We want to know, Trey. I don't know. Come on. You're better. You're better than this. LZ says, if I was Trey, I would pull a Tanya Harding. That's not cool. SD Niner says, how can no one ask Forrester or Trent Williams about working on not tipping this year? Fail. Where's the QC? Man, they haven't tipped yet. Forrester didn't talk today either. I wonder what he was up to. Bang Bang 415 says, where you get the hat? BTW, Brandon Allen is the next Brady Trust the Process grant. Any street fair I go to in California has a booth full of these hats with every little town in California. You haven't seen them? Go to a street fair. Uh, I got mine at um, Golden Gate Fields, though, which is getting closed down. Sad. Niners having a quarterback mid-off. Exactly. Niners Cade said, people forget to mention, Brock had the advantage of starting in the middle of the season with zero film. Also, if not mistaken, post-CMC trade. Yeah, man, it seems to me that the difference between Brock and Trey, is, I mean, they both started, they both got hurt. Like, the 49ers thought Trey was good enough to trade three first-round picks for him. They thought he was good enough to take some of Jimmy's playing time rookie year. They thought he was good enough to start no competition year two. He got hurt. And then Brock Purdy played, and he played a little bit, you know, he played longer than Trey, but then he got hurt. And you think fair is fair. They should compete. But no, apparently because Brock Purdy lasted a little bit longer before getting hurt than Trey, he proved something. I don't know. That doesn't seem fair. And now because Trey got hurt, He's at the Brandon Allen level. Huh. Interesting. Bam Bam says, how does it look that Purdy and Darnold got an extra reps after practice and Trey didn't and his day went how it did today? How does it look that Purdy and Darnold got in extra reps after practice and Trey didn't and his day went how it did today? I don't know. I didn't know that. Who reported that? I didn't see that. Timothy Glander says, sounds like I should have, I should uh, save my money this season. That would be a good call. Unless you like handoffs. Rob Schneider says, if Trey is Kyle's boy, how come Darnold is getting more reps daily? Trey said he didn't watch his film on his mechanics. Hard to admit Trey is so soft. Trey said he didn't watch his films on his mechanics. I think he said he doesn't like to watch his films on his mechanics. Rob Schneider. Um, okay, let's talk about Brock Purdy. So Brock Purdy's getting rave reviews for existing right now, which is nice. It's always good when someone's alive and existing. He can still throw a football. He still has hands, feet, a face, a back, a chest, which is important. Um, is he as good as he was last year? No. He threw one deep, not deep, he threw one intermediate pass today that was caught by Debo Samuel. He's one-on-one -on -one against Lenore. 
it was a 50-50 ball, and Samuel made him look good. Other than that, he threw five-yard passes, 10-yard passes, five-yard passes, 10-yard passes. And he was six for 11 with a drop pick. He threw one right to Isaiah Oliver that he juggled 11 times. You know, like one of those while running and just couldn't bring it down. Um, and then he had one deep throw he tried to throw to Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk was running like a corner route to on the right. And uh, Brock really wound up, put everything he had into it, and it just really, really wobbled. Did other people – do? does it only count if Trey Lance throws a wobble? Anyway, Brock Purdy has these issues. I don't think his arm is all the way back. Can I say that? He threw a couple deep passes yesterday, and everyone's like, oh, my God, he threw the ball 40 yards through the air. Like, I don't know, man. High school kids can do that stuff. I don't think his arm is all the way back yet. He was amped up yesterday. He mostly throws five-yard passes. When he really stretches it, he pushes it to 10. And occasionally, he'll try to push it past that, but not much. So I don't know if he, if he can progress much beyond this in the next month or if this is what it's going to be like this year. But um, – Get ready for a lot of like really, really, really a lot of slants and out routes. I don't know. I, I feel like people have been a little too excited about Brock. Like, I think he's clearly diminished from where he was last year. Doesn't mean he won't regain it all in the next month, but I think he's clearly diminished. And I think his timing, confidence, rhythm is off as to be expected. Um, I'm not. I mean, I'm not sure that he's the best quarterback on the field. It'd be interesting to see what Trey and Darnold could do with the first team. I guess they'll get some more reps. On day one of of camp, they split the first team reps, and Lance went five of six, while Darnold went two of whatever five, two of four. I think that's more of a fair competition than like splitting the first team reps again. But I don't know. So. Brock's okay. Two and nine the first day, six of 11 the second day. Pick six the first day, drop pick the second day. I mean, he's not playing well. But you'd say he's coming off an injury, be patient. He's ramping himself up, fine. But I think it's fair to give that context and be like, look, look, you can't be too hard on Brock. We all know what he's coming back from, sure. But then to take the leap and say he's actually playing great, like, no. What's happening is that the 49ers have a really weird quarterback room where the best quarterback in it, Brock Purdy, is clearly diminished from last year and a ways away from being ready. And everyone else seems like they're going through an existential crisis. That's the Niners quarterback room. I don't know. It's like a waiting room at a, at a, like a group therapy practice. Um, King Chewy says, quarterback is a liability for the Niners. When will media hold Shanahan accountable? Maybe in year 11, maybe year 14. With my thing with Kyle Shanahan, people say he's the best coach. Like, when was the last time he made a team overachieve? He gets credit for putting this roster together, but as I said earlier, like, you can spend a lot on wide receivers, running backs, and linebackers when you spend nothing on quarterbacks. No one else does that. Anyway, King Chewy. Kevin, Lance stuff distracting from no Bosa deal help. Uh, if it's if he if he's not signed by Monday, we're gonna start talking about it. If he's not in the field when they have pads, I think he's gonna be there Monday. That's my prediction. See, Turley, this is a team built on excuses. 
Wouldn't you agree? NFC Championship game is the ceiling, a sign, injury, then excuses for Kyle. Uh, yeah, I would have to say so. Fernando. For Fernando. For Fernando. Sam had one more camp than Trey. Biased. Uh, okay. Um, Muid says, will Brock play Sunday? Maybe Trey gets first rep, man. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe Brock's day off is tomorrow. Trey said he night and day better just want reps. Okay. Primal says, hey, Grant, what do you think about the Niners game against the Steelers? It's going to be tough. It'd be nice to know who the quarterback's going to be. Matt Hudson says, I was screaming for Brock Purdy over Jimmy Garoppolo, but people are too excited about Brock Purdy. 232 yards per game doesn't win Super Bowls. And that was before the surgery. <laughs> that was before the surgery. All right. So Sam Darnold splitting reps with Trey Lance. Let's go through Sam Darnold's day. All right. First snap of the day for Sam Darnold. Fumbled. Second snap of the day for Sam Darnold. Play action. Throws to Debo Samuel running a comeback and airmails it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That's that's the no one, no one, no one comes down hard on Sam Darnold, right? For whatever reason. Third snap of the day, drop back of the day for Darnold. He hits Mitchell up the seam, Elijah Mitchell up the seam for a cool 25, 30 yards. That was a really nice throw. It was aggressive. It was decisive. It was on the money. It was a beautiful throw. Darnold can do that every once in a while. That was nice. Next drop back, check down to Jordan Mason. At least he hit it. Next one, deep throw to Raymond McLeod. Pretty good throw broken up by Samuel Womack. Moving on. Ends the day. With a, ah, this was it, third and five, he throws over the middle to Jawan Jennings. This, to me, was Darnold's worst throw of the day. It was like a cool five feet over, it felt like it was five feet over Jawan's head. As he threw the ball, I almost chuckled, like, wow, that's awful. I thought it was going to get intercepted by the safety behind him. But Jawan, like, jumped and made this one-handed, right-handed catch that made everyone go, like, wah, like, just like that. They were like, wah. And so people, the spreadsheet just says, great throw. That's a completion in the spreadsheet. But, like, it was the worst throw of the day for Darnold. I don't know. I guess the difference between him and Trey, they're both inaccurate. They're both inconsistent. I just feel like Trey is really hard on himself, where Darnold, I don't know that he – Darnold just he's more like Jimmy, where they're like, what's going on? Am I supposed to care? I don't know. Bro. Like <laughs> – Sam Darnold's like Bill and Ted. If Sam Darnold and J Jimmy Garoppolo were on the team, they'd be like the Bill and Ted of quarterbacks. They're like, bro, whoa, we're playing quarterback in the NFL, bro. Can you believe it? Whoa. Let's just stay in the moment, bro. Let's just be in the moment about it, man. That's my impression of Sam Darnold. Is he a good decision maker? Is he quick on his feet? I No. But he's a good athlete, and he doesn't, he's not too hard on himself. Trey's over here, like, contemplating the meaning of life. <laughs> so I appreciate Sam Darnold's demeanor. Like, he's been awful for, like, six years in a row, and he's like, I didn't notice. People, people think I'm trash? Really? People said that online? I didn't even know that. Like, I don't think Sam Darnold's on Twitter reading everyone say, boy, Sam sucks. I don't think Sam's watching all these videos, like, all these Streams being like, oh, I'm going to remember what Grant. I don't think he cares at all. He's rich. He's young. He's playing the NFL. Life is good. What the, what the hell? 
Meanwhile, Trey is rich, young, playing the NFL, and he's like having a midlife crisis at 23 years old. He's balding. Trey. Maybe that's genetic, or maybe he's just under unreal stress. We, meanwhile, Sam Darnold's like, bro, are you trying to surf later, bro, or what? So I appreciate that. Like, if you're going to be the quarterback who leads the team from down 10 in the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter, you can't be freaking Hamlet being like, oh, God, to me or not to me, I don't know. What should I do? Can I do it? I don't know. Can I make this throw? I don't, I don't know. Because that's what I would be like. I was not a poised athlete. I'm sensitive. I want people to like me. Okay? So... I do respect Darnold's demeanor a bit. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's the next Steve Young. But he has enough DGAF in his mentality that on this team, I just might do him well. Um, Ravi says, Trey needs to request a trade. He won't get the reps here. How do you know he hasn't? Ivan Tina says, everybody acts like Darnold going to improve. Like if Kyle gets damaged quarterbacks and turns them good. Kyle does the exact opposite, get quarterbacks and damages them. That's true. Sorry, Ivan. Sorry, Sam. All right, last thing. So no one's going to talk about... No one's going to talk about, like, undrafted free agent stuff, but everyone's going to talk about quarterbacks. But one of the things I like to do in training camp is really highlight players that no one else is going to talk about, or very few people will. Because there's 90 guys out there, and people need shine. And right now, there are two undrafted free agents that I really love. The running back, Kalen Laburn, and the cornerback, Deshaun Jameson. And if we're being honest, Deshaun Jameson might be ahead of him. Deshaun Jameson might make the team week one. He was the second string left cornerback right now. To me, it's like the depth chart is Traverius Ward, and then right behind him is Deshaun Jameson. That's the way I see it. I think Deshaun Jameson is better than Ambry Thomas. No offense, Ambry. I'm sorry. But Ambry, I feel like, hasn't broken up a pass since the pandemic. While, uh, or 2021. While Deshaun Jameson breaks up passes every day. I feel like the best corners of the team are, obviously, Traverius Ward, Diamond Lenore. But behind them, Deshaun Jameson and Samuel Womack. Those guys are doing a great job. On the second team, you got Jamison on one side and uh, Womack on the other. They're playing really well. And so maybe that's why Sam Darnold and Trey Lance haven't had great numbers because they're playing with backups a lot of the time, and those two corners are good, particularly Jamison. So what I like to do is anytime the Niners think they have a secret, a guy that they can you know, sneak onto their practice squad, I want to remind them that I don't stand for that stuff, and I will always require a fee of $2 million to keep my mouth shut. So Deshaun Jamison, respect. You went to Texas. You're a really good player. You're making a name for yourself right now at outside cornerback. Um, he's number 22. I was confused. He had some messed up number at first. Isaiah Oliver was 22, but then Oliver changed his number to 26. And 22 was making up all he was breaking up all these passes. And I was like, man, Isaiah Oliver's everywhere, but why is he playing the second team? And I was like, no, it's not Oliver, it's Deshaun Jameson. I was like, oh man, this guy's good. I'm not aware of him giving up a catch yet. And he's been doing this since OTA's minicamp. He's little. But I think he's freak a freak athlete. So Deshaun, salute. He's the one. He's the one. Um, Bobby Thunder says Purdy was incredible overthrowing receivers and almost completing passes. <laughs> Get better drunky says can't teach confidence and that's 
that is what Brock has. Trey has zero confidence and zero idea how to actually play quarterback. Maybe in a few years that will change. Um, Trey, can you prove this guy wrong? Because I'm like getting tired of defending you. Like confidence is something you can fake. I've been faking it for a very long time. Fake it better. There are books on this, man. Are you kidding? How to fake confidence. Because when you fake confidence, sometimes people think it's real and then you get positive reinforcement and you feel better about yourself and you feel confident. I don't know. It's better than going out there and just doing what you did today. Saul Goodman says this regime is frustrating because nobody is held accountable, gave up a ransom for Trey Lance only to demote him to fighting for a backup job and everyone's like, wow, it's great. Imagine if the New York Giants did this or the Eagles or Washington or the Jets or Patriots. It's like something you can only get away with in the Bay Area. <laughs> anyway, it's my show. It's a quick show because it's by myself and I'm tired and it's Friday. I'm exhausted. I really love covering training camp and I do it the same way every year, essentially just like cranking out as much content as possible and trying to give you just trying to take my, my game plan forever has been take as many notes as you possibly freaking can. And then try to put empty out your notebook for the fans because they want to know I'm getting too old for this shit, man. It's tiring. I need an intern. I wish the Niners would give me a second credential for someone to just do everything for me, but I'm only 35, but I'm tired. So I'm going to go drink an iced tea. Go take a shower. Stinky. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Tomorrow's a day off. I'm nervous about it. I'm in the groove. I don't want to take a day off. I don't know. I just feel so good about myself all the time. I love being a sports writer. And going to camp, doing my thing. And it, it crushes me to see these, little, these young quarterbacks like tripping. Like, guys, relax. Guys, will one of you guys act like you enjoy this? Because I'm loving this, right? I love my life. Look forward to this all day, all off season. You guys are like, oh my God. This is awful. Particularly you, Trey. Smile, Trey. I'm upset with Trey today, like I'm his dad. I'm like, come on, man. You got to do better than that. I've been telling everyone, you're the one. I don't know. How do you interpret Trey's demeanor? Just a young man going through it. If I was 23, I'd be like that. I get it. I had no poise when I was 23. I have poise now, though. Look at this. That was poise. Do you see that? The physical embodiment of poise. I should have ended this show a long time ago. Just talking. Grant's sad for Lance. I'm disappointed in him. Disappointed in him. I understand five throws. Can't judge a guy off that. But like, dude, do better at the press conference. Sell your sweaty training camp t-shirts, Grant. You want one? How much? Two bucks? Yeah. I'm going to start making money like that and just stop talking about sports forever, man. I love that. I'm just going to sit here and stare into the camera for the next 20 minutes, see how long you guys last. Okay, here we go.
Okay, I blinked. That was fun. Who else would do that? A staring contest with himself. That's peak, peak content right there. You watched it. Thank you very much, everyone. I think it's time to stop. I'll be gone, but then I'll be back. That's how I do. That's my rhythm. Goodbye.